One trillion dollars could buy a lot of bling One trillion dollars could buy most anything One trillion dollars buying bullets, buying guns One trillion dollars in the hands of killers, thugs everyone is here joining me i appreciate everyone for joining on the show we have a pretty decent show for you today well at least i try to make a good show for everyone but well yes one fine lady i did i emailed you the link Hold on, let's let's go ahead and figure one of my my listeners out. We're gonna continue listening to music. One thousand more fools by bad religion. So what does it mean when your mind starts to stray? The light has got big images of love on the way. Brother, you better get down on your fools are being Hey, a thousand more fools are being 
everybody is in now i believe everyone has followed up link to the show if you are not in the discord and you're interested in going to discord just email me graveyardgrumbler at mail.com and i'll be more than happy to get you onto the discord so we all can chitty chatty so how's everybody doing this morning it is again 10 14 a.m texas time here in the united states i appreciate everyone for tuning into the show thank you very much and of course my brother isn't in here again boy i tell you one of these days, I'm going to get that boy right. One of these days. So hopefully everyone's morning is going well. Mine is, actually. Although, on my first day off yesterday, I was completely dead. I mean, not, not literally, obviously, because I wouldn't be here right now. But, I mean, what happened was, I ended up having to run out to Fort Worth. So, I, I live down here in San Antonio, Texas. Probably one of the best cities here in, San, in Texas. Bottom line. And... One of my runs last night, or it wasn't even my run, one of the guys called out from work yesterday, which is fine. You know, everyone has whatever it is that they did. They're, they don't want to work. They're tired. You know, whatever the case may be. Well, my issue was that I was supposed to just chill in the yard and get off at a decent time of, what, 3.30 in the morning I was supposed to go in there. However, homeboy called out, and guess who gets the call to have to run his route? Yeah, that's me. He says, yo, Tino... I'm going to need you to make this run. We have to deliver these cars. And that's the bottom line. And I was like, well, I don't really appreciate the bullshit right now. But hey, you know, I'm here to get paid. You pay me well. So yeah, I'll go ahead and run this route. You know, well, the route is out to Fort Worth, Texas. For those of you who don't live in Texas, let me give you a little insight on on how far that is. That is a four hour drive in a car. Now, add an extra hour when you're driving in a rig because we could, we're only allowed to go, well, here in Texas, we go 73 miles an hour because we just have some cool trucks. But 
because we we haul cars, we have to pull over every we'll say hour to hour and a half to do a to do a uh, a load check, make sure none of our cars are going to fall off of the trailer, and and no one's you know they're not going to kill anybody, and we're just going to survive with the entire load on our trailer. So a five hour drive one way, that's a ten hour round trip. That's not counting the time it takes for you to offload the cars. So I took off at 8 o'clock last night, and of course, I get home at 7.30 in the morning. Well, usually on my day off, I'm able to take a little nappy nap and, and just take a little snoozy snooze, and we're good to go. No, no, yesterday, I set my alarm. I get home at 7.30. Well, yeah, I was at home by 7.30, saw my wife off to work, and then I went to, I went to go lay down. I laid down around 9 o'clock, passed out just after 9.30. So I set my alarm for 1 p.m. So like three, four hours of sleep, which is a nor that, that's my regular. I, I get between four to six hours of sleep and I'm great. I'm I'm ready to, to conquer the world. However, yesterday my body said, uh, sorry, homeboy, your dumbass is sleeping until 3 p.m., which ruined my complete. I mean, it, I had so much plan. I was gonna map out the show, I was gonna set everything up, I was gonna get everything going, but I woke up at three. My son had had an orchestra performance. At 5.30, I had to get my 18-year-old out to work, so I had to drop her off early. So I literally had enough time to get up, drink some coffee, eat some toast, and head on with my evening. So my day was literally, I slept, woke up, went to my son's awesome concert, and then I came home, and that was the end of my day. So the reason why I'm, I'm crying, as you say, Mr. Bear 35, I'm not crying. What I'm doing is complaining that because of this little hiccup and, and the dude not coming to work, completely ruined my entire day. Usually I'd get done at, like I said, I'd be done by 3.34 in the morning. No problem. Get done. It, let's let's uh, go ahead and take a little nap and then we're ready to go. But no, I had to go run out to Dallas or Fort Worth, which was a four and a half, five hour drive one way. Multiple stops. I had to do that. And I, I'll tell you something, my butt cheeks were so numb after the end of that goddamn drive. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that if, if at that time, if I had went to prison, then I probably would have survived at least the first couple of days from my butt cheeks being numb. <laughs> yeah, I'm just throwing that out there just for the conversation we had last week on, on if I'd be able to make it in prison or not. However, what the whole point of that story, the whole point of that rant, Bear 35, is the fact that I didn't want to run out to Dallas on, on Fort Worth on my day off. I, I run graveyard, and so again, I was off by I was off by seven thirty in the morning. That's fine. That's not a big deal. But by the time I get home and get everything done, shower, you know, have my have my uh, my breakfast, or technically my dinner, it's already time for me to go to sleep. And so I only sleep a few hours so I can have the entire day. However, no, not yesterday. I had to use my entire fucking day off just to do stuff, and then by the time I woke up, day was already over. Boy, I tell you. Anyway, it could be worse, though. I mean, I, I could work seven days a week, 15, 16 hours a day. That would be horrible. So I have to run a little bit extra and do and do a little bit more time, then that's fine. You know, I, 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 can, I can take that. That's not, a, that's not a big deal to me. So I was thinking about how I'm going to become a millionaire. And a lot of people think about this. I'm pretty sure we do. We, you know, we have, hey, we're going to play with the retirement party or the retirement game. And I'm going to buy 3,947 lottery tickets and see which one is going to hit. We've all thought about it. Even when we're at work, we try to get a pull at work to say, 
yo, we are going to pull in and we're going to get all this stuff going. And we're going to try to, you know, split the the grand prize of $20 million, 7,467 ways, depending on how many people are inside of that pool. So what I'm going to do, and don't, and if anybody steals my idea, I already have a patent. I already have a copywritten with, with a pre-plan of making this thing work. So I, I see you guys trying to, trying to sneak around and, and steal my idea. This is a million dollar idea. And I will, as soon as I figure out someone to help me complete this plan, I mean, I'll cut them in. Don't get me wrong. Anyone who can who can help solidify and get my my dream off the ground, of course, I'm going to cut them in. You know, I mean, it's going to be a good percentage. I'm I I didn't graduate math. I didn't graduate high school, so I'm not a math magician or anything. And so, because of that, my percentages might be heavily favored to my on my side. You know, I mean, it, it, that's just the way I do math, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if there is, then I mean, we'll, we'll have to talk about it and figure out which way is which and what's equal when it comes to what cut you're going to get for helping me get my dream off. So I thought about it long and hard. I was searching through the app store and I was checking everything out to see what is there and what isn't there and what can be, what is done. So, so, I mean, not, not though, but what, what games are there that are interesting that pique my interest now for a lot of people who are, well, you know, I, I wouldn't want to say horned, horned up, but have a hankering to play highly sexually charged games out of curiosity, off of addiction, or whatever whatever your whatever your reasoning behind wanting to play sexually charged games may be, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. So because of that, I want to exploit that market. And I decided that I want to choose and and try to build an app, but I don't know how I don't know how to code number one. And number two, I don't know jack shit about how to get things even started to even build an app. I mean, hell, I have time getting my my radio station started when when I already have and read and and looked at all these tutorials that come with the program. I already have a difficult enough time trying to get this started. So can you imagine me trying to get a damn app together? That's why I am reaching out to the community saying, yo, if you can help me get this going, if you can help me get this going, then... You know, again, there, there might, depending on the profit that we receive, there might be, or not might, but there will be a cut for someone who's able to get me off the ground. But anyway, back back to back to my idea. Again, this is exactly what this is. Again, I I've, I have this copy written already. I have it here. I, I dated everything. I've signed everything. I've taken pictures of my idea. And so because of that, you're no, you are not allowed to still what my plan is to become a millionaire. So the way I'm going to become a millionaire, number one is I am going to create a stripper game. Well, Graveyard Grumbler, what are you talking about? What do you mean a stripper game? Well, let me tell you what I mean by a stripper game. What I mean is that you can choose male or female, and then you're gonna, you're, it's going to be like a, a Sims game. But however, what we're going to do is we're going to build the life of a successful stripper, eventually being able to own multiple strip clubs and becoming a, a strip club mogul or, or guru on this app. And of course, we're going to start from the bottom up. We're going to start from... From when, you know, you you made bad decisions or you need to pay for medical school or nursing school or you just want to make extra cash. And so you're going to choose. And, and it's not going to be a racist, biased app, of course. We're going to be all inclusive. You can choose whatever your flavor is. If you want to be uh, the thunder down under, then, hey, go right ahead. The thunder down under. Yes, exactly, Sarah. Exactly like Lemonade Stand, but we're, it's going to be the stripper stand. I mean, that's not going to be the name of the game, but, you know. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be about strippers. So we're gonna build this up from the ground up. Not you know we're we're gonna what we're gonna do simulation of stripper uh, things. How much money we can make? Good nights, bad nights. We're gonna defend off attacks. We're going to attack people. 
It's going to be the greatest app of all time. At least I would hope so. Again, don't steal my idea. I have this patent. I mean, not well, I don't have a patent. I have it copywritten. I have, I have pictures and dates of everything. So you can't steal my idea. But this is my dream is to make this app of a stripper game on how to be a successful stripper. And of course, we're going to have taxes. We're going to have everything else. And we're going to have multiple deals to where you're going to be successful. I mean, if, and if you don't succeed, then obviously you, you're just going to not be well. Probably live in a cardboard box and say, uh-oh, please dance harder or something. I, I haven't figured out the end of the game. I just know the heart of the game, the birth, the raising. I just don't know how it's going to end. So I think that's a good idea. I mean, how many people would actually play that game? And you know, you don't have to admit it. Just, just no. See that I thought about that, but it's not because you have Grand Theft Auto, Bear. We, we already have Grand Theft Auto going on, so I don't want to steal anything that's going to have that type of of uh, association. Because then people are going to say, "Oh, you copied me, man! Shut your dumb ass up! I didn't copy anybody. This was original. This was from when I made bad decisions in high school and tried to become a stripper, but realized I have." No rhythm at all in order for me to have a successful dancing career in the game. I mean, I'm, I wouldn't even be the thunder down under. I'd be like, you know, the the power shortage down under. Just a little bloop, and then it's over. I, it's no thunder down under for me. You know, I'm not I'm not saying that. Well, you know, hey, where did it go or anything? But I'm I, what I'm saying is that you know, side by side, I would be completely eclipsed by the thunder from down under. I'm just keeping it real. Again, size doesn't matter. It's the ocean. It's the motion in the ocean. Remember that. It's not. It's not the size because even even little hammers could nail could drive in a nail. Well, let's just get that straight right now. I'm not talking about anything where 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 it comes to the, you know size is is the, is the all determination for performance. Not at all. What I'm talking about is that I, I I wouldn't be able to be considered the thunder from down under. So. You know, I'm just <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. We're gonna take a quick music break. You're listening to Graveyard Grumbler Radio on StudioKing.com. Two of America's most wanted by or oh, actually never rephrase that. We're gonna listen to 18 with the bullet by Pete Wingfield. <laughs> I ain't never gonna stop 
All right, we are back. That was Pete Wingfield. All right, let me take another quick pause on this. Uh, Lessons Two of America's Most Wanted by Tupac. I have some requests going through the some uh, text messages for the live show. So let me go ahead and get through this right now. Pause. I'll be right back after the short break. Two of America's Most Wanted. Tupac on. Graveyard Grumbler Radio, Radio. Oh shit! <laughs> you done fucked up, man. <laughs> you done put two of America's most wanted in the same motherfucking place at the same motherfucking time. <laughs> Y'all niggas about to feel this. Break out the champagne glasses and motherfucking condoms. Have one on us, alright? Picture perfect. I paint a perfect picture. Bomber hoochers with precision. My tits to get with you with that and double O P. Dog, my fucking homie, you the cold ass nigga on the mall. Show enough. I keep my hand on my gun, cause they got me on the run. Now I'm back in the courtroom, waiting on the outcome. Three two pockets, all this on the niggas' mind. But at the same time, it seems they trying to take mine. So I'm gonna get smart and get defensive and shit. And put together a million march for some gangster shit. So now they got a place to multi millionaire motherfuckers catch a case. Mm. Bitches get ready for the throwdown, the shit's about to go down. Uh, me and Snoop about to clown. <laughs> I'm losing my religion, I'm vicious on these stool pigeons. You might be deep in this game, but you got the rules missing. Niggas be acting like you savage, they out to get the cabbage. I got nothing but love for my niggas living life. I got a pit named P, she nigga Rena. I got a house out in the hills, right next to Chino. And I think I got a black Mimo. But my dream is to own a fly casino, like Bugsy Seagull. Can do it all illegal, and get scooped up by the little homie in the Riga. Mm. It feel good to you, baby bubba. You see, this is for the G's and the keys, motherfucker. Now follow as we ride, motherfuck the rest to what the best from the west side And I can make you famous, niggas been dying for years, so how can they blame us? 
I live in fear of a felony. I never stop bailing me. Motherfucking G. If you got a better flowing, another woman. Two of a member, but most won't. All right, we are back now. Full effect. Two of America's Most Wanted by Tupac. Probably one of my favorite rap songs ever by Tupac Shakur. Or Tupac Shakur or Tupacalypse or however you want to call them. It, you know, everyone has their own style of saying what they want to say. But I'm telling you, if I would have had the rhythm, if so if I would have been like, what, what's her name from, from Miami? Come on, baby, do the conga, shake your body. And do some droga. I, I think that's how it's supposed to go. I don't know the I don't know the exact name of the song, but I know it goes something like that. I, I can't. Oh, Gloria Stefan, that's her name. Now, if I if I would have been able to feel the rhythm like Gloria Stefan right out of high school, knowing that I didn't graduate, you're goddamn right. I would have been one of the the most premier strippers, probably not in Bakersfield, but yeah, I would have been a premier stripper somewhere. I mean, could you imagine? Could you imagine uh, for those of you who live in Bakersfield, or I don't know, if, are are there deja vu's all around the United States? I know there's some in Washington State, out there in uh, in Seattle. I know there's a deja vu out there. Of course, there's a deja vu out there in Bakersfield, California. That's where I first learned about strip clubs. And the whole thing is hundreds of beautiful women and three ugly ones. Now, I'm not saying I would have been one of the three ugly ones. I think that's a little fucked up and and a little. A little sideways. I think you're getting a little wild on the yard right now, but I think it would be, you know, I, I would be not one of the three ugly ones, but maybe the other genre off to the side, maybe like a plus one, and I would have been slapping slapping in a helicopter in my way through through college, even though I didn't go to college and I had no desire to go to college. But I mean, what the the point of the story, the, the point of what I'm trying to get at is if I would have felt the rhythm and felt the nation and come on, everybody do the conga like Gloria Stefan, I definitely would not have been struggling as much as I have my entire life up until the past, you know, X amount of years. That's just, uh, that's just my opinion on, on the fact. But let's move on from the stripper. Again, I'm going to become a millionaire, don't, a millionaire from the stripper game and don't try to steal my idea because I have it copywritten, pictures and everything. I have receipts. Don't steal my game. That, that's my that's my million dollar ticket right there. So what I, I was listening to. So what I was listening to a bunch of people talk at work the other day, and it, it, it's fucking hilarious how many guys are so full of themselves. And, and I did a podcast episode back in the early, early beginnings of my podcast. I, I did it where it was this pseudo macho machismo bullshit. And my my wife is always telling me. For those of you who don't know my wife, you know, Mrs. Graveyard Grumbler, the one who keeps me in line, who's kept me out of prison and, and helped me succeed in the way that I've succeeded. But she's, she's always sharing, me, sharing with me stories and other things where, where her friends and things that she reads on the internet about guys who control what a woman, what a woman does. And, and I'm not talking about, you know, not including what she's, what, what she's wearing, what can she do, what she can't do. What I'm talking about is good morning, Marcos, 322-578-65678-99.com. What I'm talking about is when, when women decide, hey, I'm going to go on a, on a shopping spree, what's going to happen? Oh, this shout out to my sister, Anna, and Elizabeth, Liz, 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 Luna, or is it, well, Banyas. Oh, my bad, my bad. Not Luna. I, let me retract that, free, that, that previous statement. This is goes out to... Lizzie, Lizzie, Liz, 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 Wabayanez. You heard me? But 
Oh, I didn't shout you out because you're not on the Discord. That's why I, I'm. I get all. I, we're reading everything on Discord right now, not not during the text. So give me a second. I'll send out on the next break. I'll send out the Discord the Discord link. But what cracks me up is how I've read where where women have to hide packages from their husbands because they're not supposed to go shopping. Shut your dumb ass up. What's the point? Now, if 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 the lady, if the woman, your significant other, is it's doing the shopping and and the bills aren't being affected and there's nothing wrong with what she's doing. Shut your dumb ass up. There's no reason for her not to go shopping anyway. Boy, I tell you, man, that, that's one of the things that upsets the absolute fuck out of me is I've, I've read a bunch of stuff about, well, I can't go Amazon shopping because my, my husband's going to get upset. Or there's been a lot of tickety talkies where it says, yo, he understood the assignment. Shout out to my Amazon driver because he she left the message saying, please hide packages for my husband. Why? If that dumb motherfucker isn't allowing you or isn't okay with you buying shit online, then he doesn't need to be with anybody. He needs to be all alone and by himself to where he's able to control his own life and his own his own life and his own actions. What the fuck are you telling me that you can't go buy? You can't go buy stuff online because your husband isn't getting mad. Shut his dumb ass up. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Now, now playing devil's advocate here. If you're struggling and if you have to rob Peter to pay Paul to smoke crack to suck some, some D just to get an extra 50 55 here on a 20 on a low low, then yeah, maybe you shouldn't go out shopping. You can't go out shopping and go out and buy Amazon packages because, you know, bills and food and everything have to be paid first. That's priority. However, if you don't have any problems, if there's, an, if there's no issue with the money and all your bills are taken care of and, and your wife wants to go out and buy a little something, then who gives a shit? God damn, there's no there's no reason for for a woman to have to feel restricted and afraid and worried what my husband's going to say because I went out and bought a goddamn Amazon buy from the store or I went out and treated myself. Who gives a shit, man? That's what money's for. Take care of your necessities first. Make sure you have a little extra in the bank. And if you have extra money, that's what the money's there for to spend the goddamn thing. You're going to go back and make it the next day. Unless you're the guy who called out from my route and I had to go run his fucking route at, uh, at, uh, in Fort Worth, then don't go out buy Amazon packages because your husband can't get his ass to work. You know what I mean? Jesus, Christmas trees in a smut film. Man, and, and what's crazy is that, that because, you know, my, me personally, my family, you know, my, me, I haven't always been in the right mind that I am in now. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, bad thoughts and, and a lot of toxic issues that were oppressing me that I ended up having to break. You know, once I realized that I was able to break free, I felt like Queen off of that song, I Want to Break Free, minus the cross-dressing, the, ma the, the makeup, and the, uh, the extensive, uh, I mean, the, the, the amazing voice that he has. I was none of that, but I did have that moment where I was like, I want to break free. Damn, I should have went pro. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I should have went on America's Got Talent, except for the Got Talent part. But when I finally broke away from my chains and I realized, damn, I, I am worth a lot more than what I've ever assumed that I was worth back when I was younger. Now, this, okay, side note, if I would have had that same thought that I had back when I was a kid, 
and I would have tried to be a prostitute, you know how much money I would not have made? I mean, my cheeks would have been getting clapped and I would have probably made like four Cheetos, some Tic Tacs and a dollar. If I was lucky because, oh, you'll pay me what you want. My, 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 my ass cheeks are a little sore and I feel degraded. Now I got to go take a shower in the corner with Listerine. But hey, you know, go go ahead and pay me. Oh, oh, I, oh all you have is a Yoohoo that you drank half of? Okay, no, no, that's cool, man. Hey, if, that, if, that's, if that's what you feel I'm worth, then no problem, man. I'll, I'll take it. Can you imagine if I was a prostitute, if I'd had that way of thinking back when I was younger? Boy, I tell you, I'd have been, not only would I have been blown out and sore like a broken down saddled horse, I would have been, I would have been, uh, I would have been not only, not only sore with my butt cheeks hurting, I would have been broke eating, eating old stale Cheetos with like 67 cents after I went to go buy myself some Motrin. I couldn't even buy Motrin. I'd have to go to the gas station and buy the single packets for like a buck. Boy, I tell you, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that it's, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Boy, I tell you. I, there's so much to tell you that I don't even know what I'm telling you anymore. I forgot. I, I got off track now and I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So if, if you're, if you're, if you have the money, and your wife wants to spend it. That's fine. That's what it's for. Now, because of my situation, we've uh, you know we've been fighting and clawing so long to be in the position that we are in now. It was, it's been it's been you know a struggle that we haven't had. We haven't been financially comfortable. But now that we're finally get there, we have every now and again we have a little bit of extra money. And I tell Teresa, hey, go buy yourself something. No, we have to do this. We have to do that. And because we are in the process of, of, you know, saving up to buy a house and we're getting all that situated, all of our extra money is literally getting dumped into our savings to where no one, we're, we're living like we did if we, if we were making like three years ago, which is ridiculous. I mean, I, I feel like I am a struggling stripper trying to pay for, for a, vaca- a vocational school that is free. That, that's what I feel like right now. You know? But every now and again, we have an extra few bucks that where I'm like, yo, just buy yourself something. No, I can't. I, I can't do that. That's just not something I want to do. So I'm over here trying to get my wife to actually splurge and buy something for herself. And we have other people in the world who are complaining about their wife spending an extra few bucks because they want to be, you know, they want to ha- enjoy the fruits of their labor. Get the fuck out of here. If you're, if you're not meant, if you, if you have a, if you're bitching, complaining about what your wife is buying and you can afford it and nothing's going to be affected by it. Then your dumbass need to be at home with Rosie Palmer and her five sisters looking at like lumberjack porn magazine, not with somebody who who's actually trying to live a good life and enjoy themselves. But again, this is just the king of radio here, just giving you a little bit of insight what I believe and what I think. It's one of those deals. Boy, I tell you. Now the Discord is 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 cracking right now. It's it's popping right now, as the youngsters say. I remember when I was young a long time ago, back when I was, I don't know, geez. I'm 40 now. So I'm 40 now. And what's what's funny is that I don't realize that I'm 40. There's a lot of times where I I try to do things, not not not, not like crazy youngster parkour shit. I'm not talking like that. I know my limits now. I mean, after several energy, uh, several <laughs> injuries. I don't have the energy to do what youngsters do as far as parkour and check me out. Look at, look, you know, I, I don't stand right there in front of my wife, tapping her on the shoulder, say, look, look at, look, 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 baby, baby girl, look what I can do. Look, watch me. Look at what I can do and do some dumbass backflip where I break my fucking neck. No, I don't, I don't have that 
that type of energy. What I what I what I know is that I'm still I'm still energetic, but I know my limits. Now, on top of that, have has anyone who's been past a certain age, we'll say 35, and then you go into an area, you go into a place where there's actually youngsters there that are like 18, 19, 20, 25, even even early 30s. And you, I, I mean, I don't know about anyone else, but for me, for me, I felt completely out of place. I felt so out of place that I I literally was 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 one of those old awkward dudes that just stood around staring at everyone. And it was it was really goddamn ridiculous. I mean, it was <laughs> it was one of those things where I stood around and I'm all, "Damn, I have kids that are as old as these people." And never in my entire life did I realize that I would ever say that. Now, let's rewind back to when I was a wee little grumbler, when I was when I was kind of when I was the prince of radio and I just needed to take my 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 crown, my throne. I, re- I remember back when I was younger, when, when someone was like 25, 30 years old, I'm like, holy shit, they're fucking ancient. Like they are literally probably the oldest people that I've ever met in my entire life. Not realizing that, goddamn, one time, one, one point in my life, I am going to, I'm going to reach that age. And, and you, so, you know, now you don't realize, or back when you were a kid, you don't realize that, damn, 30 years old isn't really that old. Well, let's fast forward now, now that I'm 40 and I realize, holy shit, 40 is kind of old, but not really that old. Now, can you imagine for my sister, she's 50 years old right now. I mean, I was talking to her when I was, before I left, uh, California, before I left Bakersfield, I remember asking her, yo, what was it like to be around the apostles? And she wouldn't answer me. She'd always get angry with me. Like, I don't appreciate you asking me questions that are none of your business. Okay, you know, maybe there was private meetings back with Jesus and the 12 apostles, but why are the are the wise men? Why can't I, why, why can't you just share with me what's going on with the world? I mean, one of those deals is that I, I don't, look, I mean, come on, sister, you're supposed to help me on the inside on, on the facts of history. I literally have to take a test on what happened with Jesus and the 12 wise men. Why don't you help me with this? And of course, you know, she got upset. I don't know why. And so because of that, when I got older, I still had questions. I'm like, yo, who else do I know that was around that time? And I'm like, damn, George. George was around that time. I, he, we, Him and I are becoming fast friends. Let me go ahead and ask him about what it was like to roam around with dinosaurs and Jesus. I don't know. I mean, I'm still waiting for the answer. Nobody can really, <laughs> nobody can really answer me that question. <laughs> you are right, Elizabeth. She is going to definitely kill me, but I can't become the king of radio by not telling my jokes. You know, we're going to take another quick break. Let's go ahead and listen to Sublime and let's get stoned. I swear sometimes you're taking me for granted. I swear sometimes you're
motherfucker. You biting me. Shit. by some lime so i'm going to take another quick little second what i'm going to do now is that for a lot of those who who are very familiar with uh, what the news that happened here lately vicente fernandez mexico's national treasure one of the greatest musicians of all time who came literally from nothing to the king of rancheras mariachi music he is one of the greatest i mean one of the most fantastic artists of all time with a phenomenal phenomenal voice and so what I'm going to do right now is what I'm going to play this song, one of my favorite songs by Vicente Fernandez. I mean, it's a cover song and I'm going to play this song for memory and for honorage and homage in just a moment, a quick moment. So this is actually going out to his number one fan, which surprisingly is Marcos, my brother. He would then the entire time we were on the phone the other day, all he talked about was how sad he is. When it came to Vicente Fernandez passing away, can you believe that my brother actually said, yo, I want to be real with you. You know, I just want to be, you know, on the really real, like on hundred percent, like 99 plus one minus 10, but plus 10 with a percentage sign of 0.25. I just want to be real with you, man. When Vicente died, I felt like I lost my best friend. And I'm like, damn, like that. Is that why you don't call me back? You don't call me back because, uh, because uh, you lost your best friend, you you you're just gonna leave me. You're just gonna leave me hanging out in the wind like that. Oh, okay, okay. So my brother was very distraught. He was very upset the fact that that Don that Don Chente Fernandez died, and according to Marcos, he was uh, he, he was like losing his best friend. But hey, you know, I mean, everyone has their own weird celebrity 
interest and and things like that. So right, what I'm going to do right now is I'm I'm going to play my favorite song from Vicente Fernandez. It's called Bot Las Botas de Charro. Again, this is in memory of Vicente Fernandez. For those of you who aren't familiar with his music, if you have a chance, just to check out his his discography. It is huge from like the 60s, 50s or 60s up until present day. So this is Vicente Fernandez and dedication straight to my brother Marcos, a.k.a. Chantes. Anduve borracho, borracho perdido de tanto quererte. Yo me acuerdo que estaba chiquillo y no iba a la escuela porque no aguantaba seis horas sin verte. Siempre junto. Creció mi cariño y un día me gritaste Me gustan los hombres, me aburren los niños Y ahí te voy a quebrar mi destino Y en una cantina cambié mis canicas por copas de vino Tenía bigote, ni traía pistola, ni andaba a caballo. ¡Qué coraje me daba conmigo! Yo andaba descalzo y a ti te gustaban las botas de charro. Dejando que el tiempo pasara Luché contra todo Sentí que los años caían en mi espalda Y una noche que no te esperaba Volviste en silencio Y le diste un beso a mi boca cerrada No te pude decir que te fueras Ni quise que vieras Que estuve escribiendo mil veces tu nombre Solo sé que te puse en mis brazos Dejé que mi orgullo se hiciera pedazos Al fin ya era un That was Vicente Fernandez with Las Botas de Charro, one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah, the reason why you didn't know he died, George, is because it's Utah. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, I'm not going to say any more or less. I'm just, just news about, you know, certain demographics doesn't reach that area of, of the world. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Today, 10.55 a.m. Texas time. I'm having a good morning. I had my coffee in me. I had some, uh, my wife made me a delicious omelet. 
Thank you very much, baby girl, even though she's not listening to my show, since she is jammed up at work. That's that's kind. It's not like I don't have... Uh, I don't have... Uh, I'm just not... My feelings aren't hurt. She's jammed up. She's a, a, a real busy at work, so... I understand that uh, not everyone can listen to the King of Radio. That's cool. That's cool. One fine day. Yes, 100%. I will get to your story here at the end of the show. That way I can dedicate a lot of time. I can get past all the topics and build you up and set it up. I do have it. You can just uh, let me know where you want to call it on, call it in on. If you prefer FaceTime or where, you know, wherever you want to call, just let me know. We'll, we'll get that all set up. I figured it out, so... Right, exactly, Liz. It's not like that I have feelings. I mean, according to my family, I have a feeling, and it gets touched every now and again. I, I, I get the nerve. So, you know, what's pretty cool about the world now is that because of the the pandemic, I mean, not, not the pandemic isn't cool. Let me rephrase that. That came out completely sideways. I was, I was talking wild on the yard right now. But what's pretty cool is that the people are able to get the hustle down and and thrive and make money their own creative way, which is fine. You know, hey, you, you, you know, like Jay-Z said, don't knock the hustle. I was there when he wrote the song, by the way. I was out there in the Bronx, in the in the really Bronx out there. You know, Shorty, I was out there in New York. I was out there in the East Coast, Paulie. Without there fucking Jay-Z, Paulie. No, I'm just kidding. I've never been to New York. But what's cool about it is that Only OnlyFans was created as a creative vent as a creative platform for individuals to share what they consider themselves talent. You know, the whole meaning of only fans was that only the people who are interested in, in only fans or, or the person would be their only fans watching, which is great. You know, Hey, fine. However, only, only fans was completely overtaken by sex workers, which is awesome. Hey, do you clap the cheeks, show the clam, wiggle the dingling. That's fine. Do what you want to do. But what cracks me up is the amount of money that they have been making off this goddamn platform. You know, so here's here's my idea of what I would do if I were to get on OnlyFans. Now, okay, now think of Grumbler, you 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 already said that you're going to be a failed stripper. I, I, we're not talking about stripping. We're talking about OnlyFans where only people other than my, you know, the the, the people who don't want to see me OnlyFans it up will not only fans with me. So, I mean, and I understand, I, I understand that there's an exclusive group because of that. So what, here's my idea, what I would do now, don't steal my idea. All right. Because if I, if I see a snapshot of my idea, I'm going to, you're going to have to pay me that that's like that. You're stealing my, my ideas. I'm just a gold mine of ideas. I'm like a glory hole of ideas, if you will. For those of you who don't know what a glory hole is, I just, I, I, Please do not look it up without your safety, without your privacy or your safe search settings on. You're not going to know. You're not going to like what pops up, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, boy, I tell you. So here's my idea of, of what, what I would do for, for OnlyFans. So what my idea what OnlyFans would be, would be... Okay, look, okay, now hear me out. Hear me out. Okay, hear me out. What what I would do is instead of instead of you know doing the whole cam thing and all this other stuff, I I, I don't I wouldn't do it based off of that. I, I what I would do is okay, hear me out. I, I don't want anyone stealing my idea, so I'm having a hard time getting this out because I don't want anyone stealing my idea here. So 
what I would do is I would put on a puppet show. All right. But no, 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 I'm not. I know you're talking about like, dude, are you, you're, you're not a marionette handler. I realize that, but hear me out. Don't steal my idea for all you guys out there. Do not steal my idea. Hear me out. So what I would do is I'm going to dress up my member, if you will, my, my, my pinace for the French and for the fancy out there. You know, I would dress my member up in various outfits. You know, hey, one day it's going to be the Monopoly guy with the monocle. And then it's going to dance to, hello, my darling. Hello, my baby. Hello, my ragtop gal. You know, I, I just, I, that's what I, that's what I envision. Now, now picture, you don't like it, but the Monopoly guy, fine. Then we're going to go ahead and do the Cheshire cat. And I'm going to, you know, use your imagination. And it's going to be the grin that's going to save the world. You, you, you hear, you, do you hear me out? I mean, hear me out. This is what I'm talking about. Don't steal my ideas. You know, could you imagine, could you imagine the, the, the amount of money that I would make off of this idea? I mean, if, if I had characters dressed up as my, my dressing my member up, then I would be at least a thousandaire. If not, at least a hundredaire. Well, in some way, it's going to be one of the greatest ideas of all time. Don't steal my idea. I'm watching you guys. If I see a, stra- if I see a snapshot on Instagram or, or pops it up on Tickety Talkies, then I'm going to be upset and you're going to have to pay me a finder's fee. No, I don't want your free subscription to my idea. I want the money that I will be making off of my idea. That's just plain and simple. That, I mean, that, that, think about it. Think about it. Your favorite character, boom, I have the member. It's right there. But I can only do, you know, like solo artists. I can't do, I can't do, you know, I can't do group projects. I can't do like Godzilla or King Kong. Obviously, there's a height requirement that I'm not going to be able to reach, you know. And don't think about something like uh, the State Puff Marshmallow Man, because not only do I not have the height, the girth is a little lacking as well. You know, I, I'm what I'm what I'm saying is that there's there, there I have a I have a, a wide range on my artistic creativity, but I do have limitations. So if, if you have a special request, well, obviously we're going to have to discuss that in the comments and, 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 and direct messages to make sure that I am able to fulfill what you're going to pay me for. I'm telling you, I'm, a, I'm rich. I'm rich. Might as well go out and look for a brand new 2022 Dodge F-350 fully loaded King Ranch, Texas edition. That's what I'm saying, but nobody wants to believe me. Boy, I tell you. Private member, Mariette, Marionette puppet show. That's what I'm saying on OnlyFans. Hashtag the one-eyed guru. Think about it. Think about that title. I'm rich. No one's gonna no, no one's gonna know any better. Don't steal my idea. I have it banked. Again, this is also in my in my cachet of million dollar ideas. And I have photos, I have receipts, I have dates, I have everything. Don't steal my idea. We're going to take another quick break. You're listening to the Graveyard Grumbler radio show on studioking.com. I am the king of radio. Remember that. We're listening to Trees are like diamonds and birds. Ready to all the girls around the world. Oh, this is real when 
and Shaggy with a combination with your mix. Flip this one for your musical disc. So strong, been together so long, and this could never be wrong. Girl, you're my angel, you're my darling angel. Uh. Closer than my peeps, you are to me, baby. Shorty, you're my angel, you're my darling angel. Girl, you're my friend when I'm in need, baby. Turn inside on my behavior. Say I'm a savior You must be sent from up above And you appear to me so tender Say girl I surrender Thanks for giving me your love Girl in spite of my behavior You are my savior You must be sent from up above And you appear to me so tender Well girl I surrender So thanks for giving me your love Call life is one big party when you're still young And who's gonna have your back when it's all done it's all good when you live for your pure fun Can't be a fool son, what about the long run? Yeah. Looking back shawty always a mention Say me not giving her much attention yeah. She was there through my incarceration I wanna show the nation my appreciation Girl you're my angel, you're my darling uh, angel uh, uh, Closer than my peeps you are to me Scoliosis. If for those of you who listen to ICP, probably one of the coolest bands I've ever listened to. 
as a child. What do you consider a child? I consider a child anybody under the age of like 25. I mean, that's just, that's just my, uh, my way of, uh, of identifying. I mean, it's crazy. I never thought that I'd ever call old kids who were like 19, 20 something years old. I never thought I'd call them kids. It's insane to me. Like, hey, I'm 40 years old. Oh, this kid over here. Motherfucker, I'm not, I'm not a kid. I'm 23 and a half. I'll be 24 next month. Right. Sit your dumb ass down and eat your gummy worms. What the hell are you talking about? You're not a kid. You're a kid. That's just, you know, that's, that's just one of those deals. Don't get mad. It's the truth. You're a kid. You're a kid. Now, what, so if, if like for my, for my sister, my older, older, older sister, what does she call people with like way younger than her? Does she call them, does she call them like zygotes or does she call them sperm? I mean, fetus. What does she, I mean, what, do, what does she call a 40 year old? Oh, look at that fetus over there. It's not a kid. Because I mean, there's a certain age where there's a gap in between somewhere around there. I don't know. I'm going to have to ask her. She should be listening to my show right now. <laughs> she should be listening to the show right now, but that's cool. I understand. <laughs> uh, since it's Christmas time coming around, happy holidays to everyone. Merry Christmas. If you're in, if you believe in it, if you don't, Hey, enjoy your, your special day of days off and food and all that other good stuff. But what is a good age to tell your kid that Santa Claus doesn't exist? I mean, that's, we told, we told our kids when they were like eight years old, eight or nine years old, maybe a little bit around that age. And that, the only reason why we told them was that my, my oldest Victoria at the time, she asked, she came up to me as a, as a little kid and said, dad, you never lied to me. Right. And I looked at her. I was like, well, of course not. Why would we lie to you? Well, is there a Santa Claus? I'm like, damn. All right. Check it out, kid. No, there's not a Santa Claus. You know who Santa Claus? You know who Santa Claus was? Santa Claus is Santa Claus is is your your grandmothers, your aunts, your uncle, me, your mom. Those, those are Santa Claus. We are the ones who get you the good big gifts. That we want credit. God damn it! I'm glad I you know I'm glad that that uh, that I, we told the kids at a young age that there's no Santa Claus. I was tired of not getting the goddamn recognition of buying the badass gifts. You know, I'm over here in back alleys getting tennis elbow from trying to maybe bring up a buck or 10 just so I can get the cool brand new Barbie doll 5000. There's there's a hazard going in the back alley getting tennis elbow and 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 uh, rider's wrist and carpal tunnel. Yeah, I, I just want the credit for all my hard work. You know what I mean? Back when the kids were young, you know, when it was time for them to get them a, a good gift. It took a lot for us to get him that good gift. I want the recognition. And now what I, what I enjoy now is that I can Keep hit Santa change, Claus with this. Filthy animal. Boom. Get your ass out of my house now. There is no Santa Claus. You are not welcome here. Shout out to Bad Boys 2 if anybody's watching that movie. But could you imagine for the kids who still believe in Santa Claus and then end up finding Santa Claus clapping cheeks with their mom? <laughs> it's like, Santa Claus... Why are you, why do you have your top off and you're drinking all my goddamn apple juice eating my, (laughs) why, why are you in my fridge eating all my goddamn bologna and eating my last bit of uh, orange juice? I just, my mom just bought me that Donald Duck orange juice. Why are you sweating so much? Why does it smell like baby oil and Trojan condoms? (laughs) Mom, 
Mom, was there a Santa Claus? <laughs> I mean, think about it. I, I'm. I, could you imagine for the kids who find out the most hor- horrible way that there is no Santa Claus? I mean, th- and, I, and I credits out to the parents who have made it their life's mission, <laughs> their life's mission to make Santa Claus realistic. You know, that's that's one of those deals where. Hey, if you want to keep that tradition and that that fantasy alive, more power to you. But me, I want the credit. You get you damn right I bought you that badass gift. Your grandma gave you that gift. Your aunt gave you that gift. Yeah, they brought it. Not Santa Claus. How Santa Claus going to take the 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 credit for all the hard work that I've done? You know? It's, look, Elizabeth, there's times where 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 there's a modern there's there's real realities that literally Run your feet over. And I'm glad I was the one to re- make you realize that there's no Santa Claus. You know how much I hated doing that shit? You know how much I hated pretending that there was a Santa Claus? It, it would aggravate the absolute shit out of me. It's like, it's, you know, I don't know if it's just for, for Latino families or if it was just my family alone. But how the hell is Santa Claus going to come at midnight when Santa Claus is supposed to come in the morning when everyone's asleep? Now, for those of you... For the, for those of you who who realize that you know when you're partying and drinking and the grown-ups have to stay awake to make sure they can they can hide the gifts and put the gifts under the tree so the kids can find them in the morning. There's not much sleep getting going on with the kids either, especially when there's mu- music blaring. All you hear is the clankering of the bottles, and you hear that one loud relative. No matter what the joke is, they laugh at the top of their lungs. It's one of those deals. Okay, like, I'm going to be honest with you. My older sister, Maria, she has one of the worst ways of telling a joke ever in the world. It's like she'll tell the punchline without telling the punchline, but then never build up the, 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 the joke and have it. And, and ha- she'll start laughing the other time in the entire time. So let me, let me give you an example. I, I mean, I'm going to pull out a cheesy joke and we're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do a little thing on how, how my older sister makes this, makes her jokes. Now, th- again, this is relation to where that one loud, annoying family member who's already 27 beers down the, down in the wind is drunk and laughs at every little thing. So here's my sister and this, the joke will never make sense. So here's my sister telling, trying to tell a joke on Christmas Eve when everyone's drunk. She's <laughs> She's Fortino, Fortino, <laughs> Fortino, <laughs> Fortino. Let me tell you a joke. <laughs> I'm like, okay, uh, go ahead, tell me the joke. I, I don't know. I want to laugh too, you know. And I'm, I'm starting to get pumped up. It's like I, in my head, I'm practicing. What kind of laugh am I, am I going to give my sister? Am I going to give my sister one of those? Uh-huh, uh-huh, that's funny. Am I going to give her a Danny Zuko from Grease laugh? <laughs> don't make me laugh. Ha ha ha. Am I going to give her like one of those hardcore belly roll ass? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm in my head. I'm practicing what kind of laugh is appropriate for the for the level of joke that she's going to tell me. And so she's she's building up this joke. So <laughs> Let me tell you a joke. <laughs> and I'm like, OK, let's go on. Let's go on with the joke. It's like, I want to laugh with you. I feel left out right now. It's like I'm literally on the outside looking in and everyone's having fun and I'm not. I'm over here trying to find the door handle and there's no door. So tell me the joke. And so my sister is just telling me, you're just laughing. She's like, okay, why, why, why did the chicken, what, Fortino, let me tell you this joke. Okay, tell me the joke. I'm waiting for the joke. Okay, okay. Why, oh my gosh, this is so funny. Why, why, 
why did the chicken, <laughs> why did the chicken cross the, <laughs> why did the chicken cross the road? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know. Why did the chicken cross the road? And again, my sister's in stitches by this time. You can't tell if she's, if she's crying from laughing so hard, is she sweating because there's so many people inside the house or does she really think, or she's having an, a, an existential crisis right now? There, there's, her eyes are watery. She can barely see me. I'm pretty sure everything is fuzzy and hazy. And she, she's just telling me, okay, why did the chicken cross the road? Okay, I, tell me. I ran out. I, I don't know. You, you let me know why the chicken crossed the road. <laughs> because the road was closed and he had to go get his taxes done. And when the joke doesn't make any sense, but everyone's drunk, you have, and mind you, all the kids are asleep at this point. You have that one annoying relative that's off in the side listening to this joke, and then they bust out with one of these. <laughs> he didn't have any shoes, and it was yesterday. <laughs> and then you're looking at him like, yo, you just woke every kid up in the house, and now how are we going to play Santa Claus if every kid is awake because of the laugh, the unnecessary, ridiculous laugh you just gave? I'm not going to lie. I just fucked my throat up with that bit. Like I literally, my, my throat is on fire. But so the, the point of the story is, I don't, again, I don't know if it's a Latino family or if it was just my family that at midnight, all of a sudden Santa Claus came. And now we're waiting for Santa Claus and, and everyone's awake now. And they're looking at him like, okay, it was Santa Claus just wasn't here. Unless he went with my tia to go buy some more booze, and then I went to the bathroom, and now this is how all the presents came. You know, thanks. I was asleep until Lafty Loudy McLouderton over there in the corner decided to bust my eardrum with a with a ridiculous cackling laugh that you just that that was just given. I mean, I'm not giving Santa Claus any more credit. I've been taking I've been taking my due credit from for a long time now. I worked hard to get those gifts. Santa Claus doesn't deserve my gifts. God damn, I'm not gonna lie. I, I, my throat is on fire because of that bit. God damn. <laughs> Jesus, Christmas. But I'm telling you, I mean, what is appropriate age? I think at an early age, that way they have time to heal and they have time to, to recoup and adjust to the shock that there is no Santa Claus. I'm not, I'm not going to give any, any credit to someone who doesn't deserve the credit. I work too goddamn hard. <laughs> We're going to take another break. You're listening to the Graveyard Grumbler radio show on RadioKing.com. I am your host, the King of Radio. Yes, you heard that. I am the King of Radio. E-40, Dustin Disgusted. My sister Anna might actually dig this track. Dead on the click, the click. Back to fucking work. One of the homies just got dusted. Time to do some dirt. Uh, I never trusted them busters. Shot him in the shirt. Dead on arrival. Now the town is funky. It's called survival. What y'all wanna do? They got a scum. Well, if, well, uh, we can just, uh, if it was a fifth, we'll all be drunk. I'm heated. The niggas cheated. Played me false. We had a meeting. Shit, poster been squashed. I noticed one killer that a double dribble and set him up, y'all. She likes the money in the middle. Play tetherball. Thick ass bitch. High yellow city slickers. 
scared cold crap or something, bitches. Uh. AKA policy pussy fetish. She gonna hold them bitches for shit on itself when the phone get real. Pulling out bills, front no material shit. That's when I get the killing shit. Killing shit. Them up and having them catching a couple of slugs. Slugs, slugs, slugs. Trying to fuck with this savage drug. Crystal popping their ass. See niggas be getting this twisted. It's that bitch that killed you. Took killed all your you. money, pilch you. Uh. Seven niggas busting the room with a case while they can put on this jammy. All of a sudden they shoot up your hip tag before you can hit the broccoli. See money and make that nigga. That nigga that make that money. Let them niggas jack up. And that bitch he macked He's a buster, punk ass nigga. Don't know the streets. That's why that nigga naked laying dead in between some bloody sheets. It's just a part of the game he didn't feel. Two bitches will kill. Fuck a nigga. I just last a dollar bill. You don't know that hoe, man. That bitch can't be trusted. Dusted and the motherfucking disgusted. Got the fucking blood. One of the homies just got dusted. What y'all wanna do? What y'all wanna do? Got the fucking blood. One of the homies just got dusted. What y'all wanna do? I never trusted them. Got the fucking blood. One of the homies just got dusted. I never trusted them. Got the fucking blood. One of the homies just got dusted. Dusted and disgusted. Let's let off some 203s on the other side of t- town Draw the attention on the other s- side of town side And of wait town. for the popo shift to change Ghetto shooting range, revenge on the ru- a rebound War games, droughts, ouch, lost clientele But I won't prevail by selling a broccoli bank Instead of the crack cocaine, try to for sale narcotics When it's smoking season, bitches be the reason Why the smoke be coming about the child Where my nigga pop? Hey God, can you forgive me? Uh. My future's looking sick, I'm in my bag Hit the switches, I'm suspicious of these bitches I keep on calling But ain't nobody picking uh. up, I think she's stalling It's all Bitches tryna set me up Came all alone If it's on Then it's on What's my motherfucking clone? Only jealous niggas home It's a war zone But I'm a man So a gun in hand I'm on my way to see this hoe You know the fucking plan Can't understand But the things ain't the same You can die over these bitches If you slipping in the gang Niggas gang bang But bitches gang bang too Give up that good thing You can put that pistol to your brain And be a smart figure Don't have no love in your heart nigga Any complications pull a trigger Busted and disgusted Bitches can't be trusted You know the rules they underhanded, she planned it, you fucking fool These hoes out here trying to hold niggas hot So a nigga get his motherfucking balls to the wall Hey, you ain't grabbing when you turn these bitches upside down What's gonna happen? Uh, three and a half dollars is probably fall out of this probably. Yeah, yeah, right. man, you know what I'm saying? Fuck with the motherfuckers, he's a jack the rapper What'd you say, Paul? Hey, yeah. fuck them shiesty-ass boochers, nigga the California lifestyle that I live Where the bitches is crooked and niggas just don't give A flying fuck so I stay stuck Smoking on the tailor Bay Area player Trying to have shit major And a bitch won't save ya So I ain't playing cat and save a hoe I'm up in you like a bro And then I'm gone I'm like Sylvester Stallone Every day is like a cliffhanger Action pack I let the men in Max Jack that ass Nigga would've got smoking on that hash Can't have my cash Better go and take your nigga stash Cause he's a buster Fingers with clusters Slipping and shit Better jack that nigga for I jack his ass, bitch Remember was no love for the market ass, little old pain Little old pain He left them boozy bitches Can't let them boozy bitches gank that ass Better hide your cash and check her fast Pop your brakes, nigga, slow your road, don't go too fast Cause bulletproof ain't doing no good no more, no more, no more, no more Man, niggas coming up dead with they brakes Flew out on the fucking floor, damn Holla push to the fake time, fly through the best desk Now we're a rest Pull a plug on the flat line, no pa'os One nigga less, one nigga less From coast to coast to the east to the west Fresh in the flesh Them bitches play the game of death Look over your shoulder, watch your back, don't even trust it. I'm trying to tell you, you're dusted.
E40, Dusted Disgusted. So uh, keeping on the on the same topic of Christmas and family and all that other stuff, one of the most awkward, most uncomfortable. I mean, I'm even going to border on, on you know, it's a little incestual type of creepy deal. Is having a fucking mistletoe inside of your house. Yo, from my understanding, mistletoe was to you know make sure that you're able to kiss that person that you're interested in. Not, not other family members. It's just fucking weird. Get the mistletoes out of your house. Unless you're a bachelor and you want to kiss all your friends and everything, then that's fine. But if you have a house full of family... If if you have a, a family and you have a, a, a mistletoe smack dab right there, I don't I don't think that's cool. At least that I mean I I don't maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just looking at things the, the different way. Maybe I'm checking things out in a way that shouldn't be. But I mean, you sh- I, I don't think you should have a mistletoe around your family. That's that's fucking awkward. I mean, it, it am I am I wrong? Am I right? I mean. I don't. I don't know. I. I just feel like it's an. It's an awkward deal, for a mistletoe, to be placed inside of a house around family. I, I, think about it. So I mean, if, if, just think about it. For every song, for every movie that we've watched, every love movie or anything that you have ever checked out, isn't there mistletoe? And they're trying to set up for their 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 uh, their what is that called? Their love interest. To walk under the mistletoe at the same exact time in order for them to meet and kiss and fall madly in love. And all of a sudden, swoon, you are my everything. I mean, I just don't, I just don't see that working out when you have a house full of individuals and that, that, that you're related to. I mean, I, I, am I, am I wrong? Let me know, but I don't think I'm wrong on this one. I could be, but maybe I'm not. I, I just, I just don't see, I just don't see the purpose of having a mistletoe inside of your, your house with family. Again, back to the puppets. Think about a Christmas theme. Rudolph the red nosed reindeer. All I need to get some Ranslers, put it on the top, and boom, I have a reindeer. Again, that's a $20 picture right there. That's a $20 interaction. I'm, a, I'm rich. I'm rich. You know? Again, and the people, once they pay me, realizing that, hey, you're, you're making your, your penis, your penine, look like a fucking reindeer after I pay you you've because that's interesting. You can. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. (laughs) Don't steal my idea. It's my idea. (laughs) I just just don't think a mistletoe should be put inside of a house with with family members and then, you know, make it a big deal. Oh, you crossed under the mistletoe. Yeah, because I had to get to the goddamn kitchen, Paul. Why the hell did you put a mistletoe right here anyway? God damn it course i'm gonna walk under the mistletoe there's only one room in the house jesus christmas trees in june did tell me i have to walk under a goddamn mistletoe and kiss my aunt no i'm not gonna kiss her jesus she just got out of prison doing five to ten what is she gonna do to me you know just out of prison strength is way stronger than my strength trying to put me in that situation there god damn it 
Boy, I tell you. Don't put a mistletoe in your house if you're on family. That's all I'm telling you. That's all I'm telling you. Uh, let me see here. Looking through my notes. Uh, oh, okay, so I was listening to to a show the other day, and I mean, I listen to a lot of I listen to a lot of radio shows. I, I enjoy listening to radio, especially when I'm out on a, on a drive. I enjoy it. I, you know, it just, it, they're fun. I like hearing what the people have to say. I, I, it's a real great thing to listen to. But one of the things that tripped me out was that there is this medium. Now, okay, now, is it a median, a medium? I mean, is there an N, like November at the end, or is it an M as in uh, a, a motel at the end? So I don't know if it's a, it's a median or a medium. I don't know the exact thing on it. But I, I was listening to this radio show, and they were talking about the Long Island medium. I'm, I'm going to say medium with an M as in motel. And, oh, it's medium. I just looked it up just to see what she was talking about. And so what, 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 you know, and, and, I, and I understand people have, you know, you have a certain gift that that's fine. I completely understand that. However, I just feel that there's certain lines that you shouldn't cross when it comes to certain things. Now, this Long Island medium, if you ever have a chance, I was going to pull up the, I was going to try to put in a, a, a sound bite or a clip in it, but I didn't have a chance to cut it because it just dawned on me right now when I was looking at my, at my, at my notes. And plus it going yesterday and uh, anyway, I, there's no side story. I just didn't have enough time to put the, to cut the radio bit or to cut the radio clip and, and put it in, in the show. But she did, the Long Island Medium did a 9-11 special, which, you know, September 11th, 2001, we all know that it was a, it was a crazy, tragic day that it was, it was one of those to where it shouldn't, whatever happened, it was, it was a tragic part of our history and, and it, was, it was very, very heartbreaking. There's a lot of people who were lost, I mean, a couple thousand people who died in that, in that terrorist attack. So this Long Island medium decided that it was going to be a great idea to do a 9-11 special on the anniversary of 9-11. I don't remember what year it was. I don't know if it was last year or this year or a couple of years ago. I don't know. I don't remember the exact year that it was. It, it happened. But this, this, this medium decided that, look, I can speak to the people who lost their lives in the towers. And in one of the episodes, in one, you know, let me try to bring it up. On, on the next break, I'm going to try to bring it up. That way I can, I can hear, I can find out what's, what's going on. on uh, I, I can try to pull it up. That way you know what I'm talking about. And, you know, you know matter of fact, let's, go, let's cut to a break right now. Let me find the clip because you're not going to understand what I'm talking about until I pull the clip up. So we're going to cut to All You Need Is Love. Oh, I'm sorry. We're going to cut to 19th Nervous Breakdown by the Rolling Stones. Graveyard Grumbler Radio on StudioKing.com. I am the king of radio. We're going to take a quick break while I...
So I, I couldn't find the audio clip. The one that, that Liz sent me right now wasn't the one that I was looking for. Well, one of the ones that I, that I was looking for when I heard it on the radio show, well, I was listening to the Howard Stern show and the, the, the Long Island median medium says, I'm here with your husband and your husband tells me that this is exactly how he wanted to die. Look, I understand not all heroes wear capes. 
I understand a lot of people have this, hey, I am bigger and better and above. But how many people actually, if they have, knowing that they have kids and a wife, and depending on if they love their family, how many people are actually going to say this buried or burned alive or smashed under 70 or 100 and something stories of crumbling building is exactly how I wanted to die? Not many people that I know. I mean, not, I can't honestly say that when wanting to, to be crushed to death inside of a building, underneath a falling building, is exactly how I wanted to die. I mean, I, I'm just assuming, since I don't know this guy, that maybe he wanted to grow old and enjoy his grandkids and, and tea and enjoy the Yankees since he lived in New York, shorty. You know, New York, son. New York. But the, this this Long Island medium now there, there's a lot of things exposing her as a fake. Which what really sucks is that these people that go look for her services literally fork out thousands of dollars just to get a reading from this lady. If she's legit, then that's by all means, you know. Hey, more power to you. But if you're not, stop exploiting people who are desperately seeking closure in in order for you to make an extra bit of a coin in your in your pocket. Another thing that she said that really that really drove me uh, up the wall was that she was talking to this family and she says, I, f- I feel I feel intense heat. I feel like I can't <coughs> I feel like I can't breathe. There's a lot of fire. There's a lot of smoke around me and I'm and I'm and I can't move. I feel a lot of pressure on me. <coughs> it's it's closing in. And then she stops and says, Wow, that was some intense feeling. Does that relate to you? And and the, the the family that they were talking to says, "Oh my gosh, yes, my husband was crushed on the third on the thirty something floor trying to save people. Of course, he's going to be crushed and fired and burning and can't breathe. An entire building fell on him. Stop exploiting people for money. If you're if look if you're if you're legit, you're legit. Fine, that's all means, but." Stop taking generalized statements and make a coin off after them. It, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't, I don't understand the purpose of it. I don't understand why people do it. And it, it sucks because, again, these people are so desperate and so, so badly yearning for closure. For whatever reason, they might not have been able to tell their loved one goodbye. I love you. See you, you know, when I see you. I, I I understand, but don't exploit people for their uh, with their vulnerability. Just don't do it. And when I heard that, I was really pissed off at the fact that you're going to use such a generalized statement saying, I can't breathe, I feel intense heat around me, and I'm under something. Duh, there's an entire building that just fell on you. Of course you're you're gonna you're gonna feel all those pressures. But how how insanely inconsiderate and selfish. And just be just exploiting something so tragic to benefit and gain views on your show. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't agree with it. I don't, I, I just, I just, I just can't. I, I can't understand why anybody would do something that insensitive. It, it blows my mind. And, you know, and I don't blame the the families who are, who are going to this, this lady to get, to get these readings to seek closure because they need closure. You know, it, they, it's part of the healing process. It's part of the grieving process. It's part of the process to make yourself whole and fill and let go. I understand that. 
But for someone to exploit that off of for money, for fame, for views, that, that's just a dickhole kind of move. And I'm not talking about like a clean, just fresh out the shower dickhole. I'm talking about one of those infested ones where the tip is closing off because there's bumps and pus coming out of it. That's the kind of dickhole move that I'm talking about. We're going to take a quick break. I just want to get off on that on that side rant real quick. Let's listen to Badfish by Sublime, one of my favorite goddamn songs to ever be made ever by one of the one of the best up and coming bands that I ever heard in the 90s. Well, let me rephrase that. Stop, pause, let me give credit where credit is due. I heard about them in the 90s, but I didn't start listening to them until late until the late 2000s when uh, my wife introduced me fully to their music. And now they have quickly became one of my favorite bands. So we're going to listen to some that's good, dude. Hey, man, what's up?
Straight with all my exes live in Texas. Probably one of the greatest songs ever created. Oh, now one thing about George Strait, he has an amazing voice. He's an amazing country singer. Probably one of the prides here in Texas, along with Willie Nelson, Tanya Tucker, and several other humongous artists down here in Texas. But one of the things that really disappointed me with George Strait is that he doesn't write all his songs. And that is very sad. I'm very big on writing your own music, writing your own thing. That's why I'm writing my own show. And that's why it takes me once a week. I couldn't imagine doing a show every, uh, every freaking, every freaking, uh, every day. That'd be insane to try to write a show every single day, but you pay me and I'll get a good show for you every single day. So what my next topic is going to be about, and I've been, I've been itching and dying to get this on the show when I, when, as soon as I heard it. I heard this on my way out to, when I was driving out to Fort Worth last night, and it, it blew my mind when I heard it. 
So a lot of you know, if not everyone knows, that I'm atheist. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in religion. I don't believe in anything that has to do with any of that stuff. I'm not, I'm not a religious man, never have been since the age of 12, you know, so on, so forth. That is my background history. I, I, I'm an atheist. I don't believe. Well, apparently there's this prized gem by the name of Pat Robinson who retired here recently a few years back. I don't know the exact date, but... He was in charge of the Christian Network, Christian Network TV, which is multi, it's, it's, it's viewed by millions and millions of people from several countries from around the world. That's fine. You know, hey, you, you, you want to preach your beliefs, you want to do it on TV, that's fine. You created your own network, my hat's off to you. Again, don't knock the hustle, Jay-Z, the Bronx, shorty. However, what this motherfucker said in one of his interviews, I was beyond shocked i i had no clue that just oh my god so pat robinson he's this huge christian guy i mean he's well allegedly he's christian and what he said was absolutely bonkers and it blew my mind what he said so what I'm going to do, I'm going to play a clip from you from an interview, and I want you guys to, to understand and listen to what exactly he has to say. Let me know what you feel about this clip about uh, that I'm going to play here, and let me know in the chat what you, how you feel about it. Again, this, his name is Pat Robinson. He's been in charge of the Christian t- TV network for years and years and years. His worth, his worth by donations alone is well over million. His entire wealth, his net worth is what he actually has available for his youth, for his use, not his youth, for his use is $100 million. Again, I'm not going to knock the hustle, but this is a Christian man. Remember, okay? So the clip that I'm going to play you, he calls himself one of the most Christian men in the entire world. He has a direct link and a direct connection with God itself, and he is considered one with the Holy Spirit and so on, what blah, blah, blah. And again, he is the most Christian man that has ever been blessed with Christianity. So I'm going to play you this bit from an interview of this questionnaire that they did on one of his shows. Enjoy. Please enjoy this clip. My wife has become a real problem. She has no respect for me as the head of the house. She insults me. She even went as far as stretching her hand to beat me. I've lost my self-confidence. Her words hurt so much, and she refuses to talk through our problems. Please tell me what I can do. Well, you could become a Muslim, then you could beat her. <laughs> but in lieu of that. <laughs> you don't want to go to Saudi Arabia? No. no. <laughs> uh, you know, I think she, this man's got to stand up to her, uh, and he can't let her get away with this stuff. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't think we condone wife beating these days, but something's got to be done. What do you do with that? You can't divorce her according to the scripture. And so I say, <laughs> move to Saudi Arabia. Now. For those of you who can barely hear, it was a bad audio. I tried to get it as loud as I could, but it was obviously not very loud. But this guy wrote to this to this Christian gentleman, Pat Robinson, and the question was, my wife, what do I do? Because my wife doesn't listen to me. My wife has struck me a few times, and pretty much my wife is out of control. And this motherfucker says, why don't you become 
Why don't you become Muslim? That way you can beat your wife. And then the uncomfortable, awkward laugh that whoever that lady was telling her, telling her to, uh, you know, or, or her saying, okay, you know, very awkward you know, it was just an awkward moment. He says, move to Saudi Arabia. Obviously, we don't, con we, you know, you can't really promote beating your wife, but something has to be done with her. So move to Saudi Arabia. Really? So that's, that's, what, we, that's what we have it in, in Psalms 37, 16, huh? The second paragraph. If your wife is giving you problems, just beat the shit out of her. I don't remember reading that in the Bible, in the Old Testament or New Testament. I, I, so, I mean, that, that pretty much tells you what kind of horrible person that he is as a person. It has nothing to do with religion. That's the thing is that, but however, a lot of times people weaponize religion in order to make horrible fucking things perfectly okay to do. Again, the slaughter and the attack of, uh, of homosexuals, of the LGBTQ, LGBTQ community. You also have those who assault other religions who also uh, assault People who are not the who are not like quote them, and these guys just go ahead and promote more violence towards uh, domestic violence. Beat your wife if she doesn't listen to you. I'll tell you something right now. For any so-called man, I mean, if you ever put strike a woman or anything like that, you are not a fucking man. You're you're nothing nowhere near that. You're your herpy ooze that that has popped and is now cr dripping down your fucking leg. That's what kind of individual you are. You're not even, you can't even be called a human. You're, you're the scum of the scum if you ever raise your hand at, at, a, at a woman. You're, you're a fucking degenerate. But could you imagine that? Let's promote beating your wife in the name of Christianity. <laughs> Jesus said it, and I'm going to do it. Get the fuck out of here. Beat your wife. You're worthless. Just, just worthless. That's all you are. And then, be, I mean, he had ten, I mean, millions and millions and millions of followers in his congregation, or however you call that that cult word. I, I think it's called a cult. I don't know if it's congregation, but in this case, when you're promoting to beat your wife, it's a cult. Bottom line. And yes, exactly. Shots fired. It's insane. It's, it's literally insane to say something that stupid and that ridiculous. Beat your wife if she's giving you lip. If she, if you're if you're getting your ass whooped by your wife and she's completely disrespecting you and have no respect for you at all, fucking leave. Divorce. The marriage is no good anyway. It's 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 not it's not good if you're worried about your wife beating the shit out of you. <laughs> then. You shouldn't be in that marriage anymore. That's, I mean, I, I don't know any other way to put it. There's no, oh, for the kids. How are the kids going to be okay watching their dad or their people getting their ass beat every single time? It, crazy, crazy, crazy. It, it's so insane. Elizabeth, hey, Liz, you made a very good point. Uh, Sarah brought that up last week about the Duggar guy being convicted on, on rape and all these other charges. And you're right, they, because of these, these insane cult followers who, who weaponize religion and make it such an undesirable thing, they, they, they literally said he has a past. 
because of his religious belief and how much he did for the church and how valuable he was to the to the church and the community it's okay we're going to overlook that he was molesting his kids and his and his sisters get the fuck out of here Boy, I tell you, and th- th- this is where I go back to capital punishment. Look, I know, you know, you, you know, eye for an eye isn't good, but for people who have that sickening, that sickness to where they, they have that urge and they get, once they get caught, cause they eventually get caught. They should just be immediately, immediately 187, put them to the death penalty, taken out, done 100% Sarah. I, I'm pretty sure it was way worse than what was told. No doubt. No, no doubt. A bomb was laid on the Duggar family. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck the Christian guy, Pat Robinson. I'm glad he retired. But the worst part is, is that his multi-million dollar network is still up and running and his kid is in charge of it now. It's insane. Oh, there's, there's tons of families and, uh, and survive, or tons of victims and survivors, Sarah. There's no doubt in my mind that more shit happened than, than what's been let out in public. But you can't, you can't, you can't, I mean, weaponizing religion is such a horrible deal because so many people will die at the words of, of whatever religion or whatever cult leader is, is spewing out for that, for that session. Boy, I take out my agent orange all acting up again. We're going to take another break as good as I want. I said, I've seen you in here before. I said, I've been here a time or two. She said, Hello, my name is Bobby Joe. Meet my twin sister, Betty Lou. And we're both feeling kind of wild tonight. You're the only cowboy in this place. And if you're up for a rodeo, I'll put a big Texas smile on your face I said, girls, I ain't as good as I once was I got a few years on me now But there was a time back in my prime When I could really lay it down And if you need some love tonight Then I might have just enough I ain't as good as I once was But I'm as good once as I ever was I still hang out with my best friend Dave I've known him since we were kids at school Last night he had a few shots Got in a tight spot Hustling a game of pool With a couple of redneck boys One great big fat biker man I heard David yell across the room Hey buddy, how about a helping hand? I said, Dave I ain't as good as I once was My, how the years have flown But there was a time, back in my prime, when I could really hold my own. If you want to fight tonight, 
guess those boys don't look all that tough I ain't as good as I once was But I'm as good once as I ever was I used to be hell on wheels Back when I was a younger man Now my body says that you can't do this, boy But my pride says, oh yes you can As good as I once was That's just the cold hard truth <laughs> I still throw a few back Talk a little smack When I'm feeling bulletproof So don't double dog dare me now Cause I'd have to call your bluff I ain't as good as I once was But I'm as good once as I ever was May not be good as I once was But I'm as good once As I ever was was the beginning of American Honky Tonk Bar Association. You're listening to the King of Radio, Graveyard Grumbler Radio Show on StudioKing.com. Where the show's winding down. We've been going on for two hours now. My throat is filling it. I still have a podcast I have to record and some other content I have to record. So the show's winding down, but I just want to get a couple more notes in because, again, I have to give you the best show from the King of Radio. So... I was listening to things the other day and I was trying to figure out and I'm guilty of this too. I, I, I have a hard time separating a lot of things because of the way that I was raised. Now, what at, at what age or when should and how would one show respect to the parent and child? Meaning what should be the child parent relationship and what should be a child parent relationship what type of respect should be given how it should be given and when should it be given now i bring this up because i was watching this show and well it was it wasn't a show it was, it was this clip on on instagram that i saw and this mom told the son the son was probably about 11 maybe 12 years old between 10 and 12 years old and the the mom tells the son look, son, it's time for you to put that game away. You need to get ready for bed. And the son looks at the mom and says, shut the fuck up. You don't tell me what to do. Now, for me personally, and this is where I'm guilty at, I would have snatched my little kid up with his little feet dangling in the air and said, boy, don't you ever speak to me that way in your life. Or you're not going to have much of an exciting life because you're going to be knocked out. Now I'm not into beating your kids and I know, you know, spanking them. Now I know that, you know, spanking them wasn't the best thing either, but I, I would spank my kids when they got out of line. 
which I understand, but what, at what point, what point and what type of respect should be given? You know, and that goes for the same thing when I've heard parents, it drives me up the wall when parents tell their kids to shut the fuck up and get the fuck out of their face. Well, that drives me up the wall. I've never used foul language to my kids in my entire life. Ever, 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 ever in my entire life have I ever used foul language towards my kids. Now, I cuss up a storm in front of my kids now because they're a lot older. But when I was younger, I tried to refrain using certain language and certain things. I even, I even stopped listening to a, a I think I, I stopped listening to rap music up until a certain age because I didn't want them influenced by negative music and all that whole nine. You know, I, they, my kids were raised on country music, rhythm and blues, classic rock and oldies, Spanish music. So I try to keep them well-rounded, but still limit the genres that were, that were, that were completely offensive. And being, being, uh, being that, that I try to limit what they were, I, I also limit myself on what I watched and how I spoke and everything like that. I tried to, I never cussed around my kids or towards my kids. Now cussing around my kids is different. Now that they're older, I still don't cuss at my kids. I would never, ever disrespect my kids in that manner. But my question is, when they're wee little lads, when they're knee-high to a grasshopper talking about, Mom, Dad, can I juice box hat? I'm sleepy. Should that respect should be given there? Should be some sort of boundaries? Now, I was, I was raised to, in a dictatorship, in a tyrannical family, just like a lot of Latinos are. Now, I'm not saying that it was it was horrible. I'm not saying... That the CPS should have been called on my mom, although it was completely unjustifiable for me to be grounded for an entire summer, mom. I mean, I'm not I'm not pointing out any 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 certain incidences or 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 I'm not calling anybody's name, mom. Because being grounded for an entire summer as a teenager, I had things to do. I had money to make. But what what's crazy is is how how tyrannical and how dictator a lot of families are again, especially for Latinos. And it's crazy because parents parents demand respect from their kids, but but yet neglect to give their kids the respect that they demand. If that makes any sense, I don't know if they said that right. In my head, it sounded perfectly fine, but. What's crazy, and that I've again I, in my earlier years when I when my kids were young, I, I'm very guilty of having a one way tyrannical family household. It was one of those deals where if my kid says, "Well, why?" It's because I said so, without giving them an explanation, and and knowing that how much that bugged the shit out of me when I was a kid, I did the same thing because those were the behaviors that I was taught. That's how I assume that a family is supposed to be raised. Again, I'm not blaming my mom for doing the best she did and the, and the best to the best of her abilities. But again, it's it's behaviors that are taught that that people assume and just take over the roles and it just falls into place and so things go keep keep going into that same cycle. It's crazy because when when uh when, again when I was younger and my mom my mom had I I wasn't the best kid either. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't this angel. I wasn't singing you know, I wasn't uh, an altar boy singing, Alleluia, Alleluia, please don't touch my butt. Alleluia, Alleluia, do not clap my cheeks. I wasn't an altar boy, so I wasn't that, I, I wasn't that innocent. I wasn't, 
I wasn't an individual. I wasn't a child that, <laughs> that, that again, you, you, you had to worry about me. Where was I? What was going to happen? There was things that, that, that I was doing that probably wasn't the right thing for me to do. Okay. I, I wasn't the best child. However, there was also certain ways and experiences that could have been handled different. Again, I was grounded for an entire summer. And on top of that, during that summer when I was when I was grounded, when my mother went out to go party hardy, party like a rock star, she took all the goddamn phone hit receivers from me. So if something happened and I needed to call help, I would have been able to call help. This is back in the 90s when we didn't have cell phones readily available. If you had a cell phone, you were either a dope dealer, a, a very high-priced stripper, or you had a lot of money. One of the three were the only reasons why you had you you had a cell phone back in the '90s. So when I was grounded, my mom would take these entire take the entire phone service away from me from our home. This is landline. She would just walk away with the receiver, and I'd be you know SOL, shit out of luck. Good thing that you know I wasn't oh I didn't overdose or 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 decide to do something crazy. But a lot of a lot of things could have been handled differently when I was younger and again because of the way that I was raised I assume that that's how you're supposed to raise children in the same exact way now that I'm older I I I wouldn't be able to I I mean I wish I would have known what I know now back when my kids were younger I would have had a completely different relationship they would have had a different upbringing and it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been so much pressure it wouldn't have been so tyrannical and it wouldn't have been as as stressful as it was for my kids when they were growing up. Now, they weren't abused, but I was really hard on my kids. I want cuz again, cuz that's the way that I was raised. I was raised being, you know, it was hard. I I had I had uh you know certain expectations, especially with my dad passing away and me being the oldest boy. And and it was just, it was just a rough time for all of us in the family and that carried on to my family. And so I, w- I raised my kids in a similar fashion. Now I see the, the chat going on over here, popping off about the, the topic that I'm talking about. So my, my thing is that with, with my kids now, I mean, I have an 18 year old, I have a 16 year old and I have a, I have a 12 year old and all my kids cuss. They say shit. God damn it. They, they know that we don't really appreciate using the F word, but we, if they use the F word in excess, we're like, yo, that's enough with the F word. Don't worry about it. I mean, my, my 18 year old is cracking penis jokes left and right all the time. So now that I'm older and my kids, I, I, they understand that there's no bad words. There's just words that should be used in certain, in certain, uh, what is that called? Uh, certain situations. Obviously you're not going to walk up unless you're me, you're not going to walk up to your boss or your teacher. Like, yo, why the fuck did I get this grade? Or why the fuck did you write me up? And that's literally how I, how I speak to my, my bosses now. That's why I'm hardly ever in trouble. I just do my job. But the only bad words that we have now are anti-Semitic, are, are anti-Semitic words, racist words, uh, derogatory words, something that's offensive, you know, like ableist words or insults towards the LGBTQ. Those are bad words for us because those, those should be bad words for all of humanity, period, not just for a family. So... At the at the very young age, and Elizabeth, I, I agree with you. It should be at a very early age when respect on both ways should be should be should be given and should be established. There's no there's no reason why we can't when 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 our kid asks us, 
well, why do you want me to do this? Don't get, you know, there's no reason to lose your mind and say, oh, because I said so and don't question me. Yeah, you're, 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 you're being a tyrant, man. You're being a, a, a fucking dictator that, that you're, you're upset because they're challenging your authority. You're, you're pretty much, you're, you, you just want to look at your kids box. and tell them. You know what I mean? It's like, just have some courtesy, have some respect and, and teach your kids on why you want them to do a certain thing. Now I'm still guilty of this. I'm still learning. I'm still trying to rewire my brain out of those bad habits. I mean, it's a slow progress, but I think if, if we start doing this now, we can actually start building a better community for for the entire world. I know it sounds kind of cheesy. I know it sounds kind of a cliche or whatever, but you know, I, I believe that everything starts. I think everything starts with, with, uh, with respect, courtesy, and explaining exactly your way of thinking. No one can read each other's mind. I mean, someone dropped the ball along the lines where a parent, where a kid, a little eight-year-old, nine-year-old is going to tell their parents, shut the fuck up and you don't tell me what to do. Again, I, I, I'm going to take that a disrespect, homie. You're, you're speaking wild on the yard, you know? So shit's about to happen. Right then and there, when you speak wild on the yard like that, then it's time to, because shit's about to go down. That's the bottom line. It, it, it blows, it blows, it literally just blows my mind when I hear parents yelling at their kids and calling them every name in the book. You shithead, you fucking idiot. Shut the, f oh my gosh, it, it, it drives me up the wall. And then they get mad because the kids that they're speaking to like that are speaking to everyone else like that. And they're speaking to their own parents that way. Where did, and then it's so funny when, when their kid is, is suspended from school and they're like, where did I go wrong? It went, you went wrong when they were, when they were eating, they're drinking the bottle and you're calling them little fatso or little fatty or shut the fuck up and stop fucking crying. That's where you went wrong, jackass. Boy, I tell you, we're going to take another quick break. I think parents do that because they were spoken to 100%. Elizabeth, they're, they're, they speak like that because that's how they were treated. It's, it's a cycle. It is 100% cycle that we need to break. We need to break the cycle. We need to change things. Again, that, that's how we change the world. We don't change the world by fucking politicians. We don't change the world because we read the Bible. Obviously, we, I, the reason why I say that is like, Homeboy read the Bible and he wants to beat women. Just because you read the Bible doesn't make you, doesn't make you the, uh, doesn't make you the all best, most loved individual in the entire world. That, that, that doesn't, that doesn't exclude all the fuck ups and what kind of asshole you are. That's just, you know, you, you have to be a good person from within your morals and your ethics, and you have to be able to treat people and speak to them in a, in a proper manner. There's just no other way around it. And with that note, animal. that's what I think about that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. They don't call me the king of radio for nothing. They don't call me the king for nothing. So we're going to take another break. Amazing by Young Jeezy on Graveyard Grumbler Radio. You're listening to the Graveyard Grumbler Radio Show on StudioKing.com. We are jamming. We are jamming. Rocking out with our... No, no, no. Rock, we're rocking out with our Crocs out. Although I don't own a pair of Crocs. You should, if, you, if you own a pair of Crocs, you should be kicked in the knees. 
I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm sure Crocs are like walking on clouds and marshmallows or some shit like that. But yeah, shots fired. The let me see, Young Jeezy, amazing. We're gonna. I'm gonna try to get Sarah on the line. That way we can hear her paranormal story. We're cruising. Like it. 
have the chance go ahead and give me a call on the discord app just go to the direct messages click my name and you should be able to reach out to me on there uh go ahead and give me a call if you're on if you're on right now send me i'd rather kill you because i got you in my car you ain't going nowhere bitch you i'd rather cut that neck in half i'd rather choke out that bitches i'd rather chop and never stop because you fuck my homie I'd rather cut that neck in half I'd rather choke out that bitch ass I'd rather chop and never stop Because you fuck my homie I could take all the face paint off And get a real job working for your dad I would rather take a ten pound ass And stick it in your daddy's forehead I could let you move into my house Just 
sure I was guilty, but I committed no crime. They said confessions bring lenience, so they put me on the line. So I protest the massacres at the Tiananmen Square. My friends say, yo, stay away, man. You better not go fucking back there. Oh! Would not let me write about my opinions about the state And the freedom of expression they would never tolerate And the military secrets that I never did steal I didn't start no violence, no And there was nobody that I killed, no Of all abuses of power and the memories of homeland now gone sour. And I only got one weapon, it's so plain for me to see. My only weapon I call poetry. And I don't even know why the truth seems like a lie. In my cell there is no sky When I was arrested in Shanghai Now, in the wealth and privilege huh, I was not born But a devotion of freedom and liberty I was sworn So, every emotion is studied, watched and controlled Who gets paid, who gets disciplined All right, that's we're listening to Arrested in Shanghai by Ranted, one of my favorite punk bands. I saw them in concert. They were magnificent. Magnificado. I don't know how to say that word. But for those of you who know me, who understand, I first started off my whole career my broadcasting or my creative career in doing a podcast, starting off with paranormal and other stuff like that. And so Sarah from Toronto, if you are listening, still give me a call on the app. You can go to the little friends, the two people sticker up there, hit it and you'll be able to contact me that way. Uh, just let me know if you're able to, if not, then we will schedule it for next Thursday. Cause I'm very excited. As I know a couple of other people are excited to hear your story and your experience. Let me know. That way I can get you on the air. And let me see. I love that sound. I just put that sound in there here yesterday. Well, actually, I did it the day before. But it's a badass sound. I, I like it. It's a great movie, by the way. See, I set up the show two out two and a half hours. I'm loving this app. Everything, ah, we're king of radio here. We're doing everything great. Let's, you know what? Let me cut to a break. Pinhead by the Ramones, and after that, we're gonna wrap the show up. Appreciate everybody. Th-
Pinhead by the Ramones. And that's one of the early punk bands that were kind of good, kind of weren't. It's just one of those. If you choose to like them, you like them. I appreciate everyone for listening to the show. I'm Graveyard Grumbler, a.k.a. the Radio King. You're listening to the Graveyard Grumbler radio show on StudioKing.com, or excuse me, RadioKing.com. I appreciate each and every one of you. You make me enjoy listening. Oh, not, not, oh, calm down, Ice Cube. Calm down. I'm not ready to play you yet. Not yet. But I appreciate everyone. I, I, I really do. Sarah from Toronto, we'll get you on the show next Thursday. Let's set it up early. I want, I want to do your experience when I first open up the show at 10 a.m. We can call on this app. I was able to. So the, for those of you who, who are interested, you can call me through the Discord app and I can get you on the radio, on the air live. That's not a problem. And I mean, I, I, was, I was playing with it, fiddling with it the other day, and I was able to make a couple phone calls, which is awesome. That way I can get people live on the air. Let me see. Other than that, again, thank you everyone for listening. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you. You make this show so much fun. You make me want to push for creativity and make it interesting and hope people laugh and just have people enjoy their day all around. Thank you very much, everyone, from the bottom of my heart. And with that, this is the, this, this is the king of radio signing out. And as always, good morning, good day, good night. Goodbye. I'm I'm still going to be in the Discord. I'm going to play a few more tracks. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I have nine more tracks left on my playlist in the queue, so we're going to go ahead and play those out. If you want to keep chatting in Discord, I'll be in Discord as the sh- as the show winds down and as the last few tracks play. Again, I want to thank everyone for listening. I appreciate it. Enjoy. All I got is motherfucking players. We get money in motherfucking layers. Sorry y'all ain't got no haters Sorry y'all ain't got no haters All I got is maids and waiters 
All I got is suits and gators Y'all niggas lost and I'm Las Vegas Sorry y'all ain't got no haters Everybody love black ass dark Vader You and your woman love to see me coming Come through bumping, little kids running Chasing me down like the ice cream truck These police, they never light me up I'm that nigga, baby, hype me up Fucking up bad work, they never write me up They always hold me down and raise me up And all these women wanna glaze me up Never turned down, I'm turned up You heard me, bitch, I said I'm turned up Always on 10, always too loud Always too hard for this bougie-ass crowd Even these haters, they love my style So I don't know what you're talking about, huh? Sorry, y'all, I ain't got no haters All I got is motherfucking players We get money in motherfucking layers Sorry, y'all, I ain't got no haters Sorry, y'all, I ain't got no haters All I got is maids and waiters All I got is suits and shaders Y'all niggas lost and I'm lost your situation is ugly, not mine, nothing but love for me You on the grind, trying to turn a dub to a G And I'm flying around the world doing shows overseas I'm chilling with some females, I don't shop for bargains Fuck a pre-sale, too much game, trying to sell some You know you can't hate on a real one, too short I ain't no nice dude, I'm like Ice Cube Run up in your white food, OG, enjoying my life Still getting money when I'm on the mic 30 years later, still spitting flows Getting paid to call these bitches hoes I get love wherever I go And I'm always trying to get some more Bitch! Sorry y'all, I ain't got no haters All I got is motherfucking players We get money in motherfucking layers Sorry y'all, I ain't got no haters Sorry y'all, I ain't got no haters All I got is maids and waiters all I got is suits and gators Y'all yeah. niggas lost <laughs> and I'm Las Vegas Jackpot, think I'm in the crack spot? You a crackpot I'm a slipknot and I'ma get hot And I'ma stay hot So take a back seat, nigga Maybach Boy, do what I say, nigga robot You kinda hit and miss, I'm the show shot Never sold out, niggas bought out You won't survive the fallout when I go all out My ball out but never touch no balls I ain't an athlete, I can't take no loss all I know is champagne in my eyes All this hate is what I don't recognize All I know is that L-O-V-E They beg me to drink a podia O-E Low-key, bump like an O-D Niggas treat me better than Kobe Sorry y'all, I ain't got no haters All I got is motherfucking players We get money in motherfucking layers Sorry y'all, I ain't got no haters Sorry y'all, I ain't got no haters All I got is maids and waiters all I got is suits and gators Y'all niggas lost and I'm Las Vegas
Anybody who know how I feel to be riding clean Standing tall, top down Sunlight catching the BS and shining on these hoes Cut this up, man Call it what the fuck I feel. Play- 
play the cards they fucking deal, but we ain't sleeping till they free the pimp, and that's the hey, fucking show. Just creep up from behind and ask you what your interests are. Who you be with, things to make you smile, what numbers to dial. You gon' be here for a while, I'm gon' call my crew, you gon' call your crew. We can rendezvous at the bar around two. Plans to leave, throw the keys to little C's. Pull the truck up front and roll up the next block so we can steam on the way to the telly. Gon' fill my belly. A T-bone steak, cheese, eggs, and Welch's great. Conversate for a few, cause in a few we gon' do what we came to do. Ain't that right, boo? Forget the telly, we just go to the crib and watch a movie in the jacuzzi, smoke L's while you do me. I love it when you call me Big Pop Throw your hands in the air if you're a true player. I love it when you call me Big Pop To the honeys getting money, playing niggas like dummies. Uh. I love it when you call me Big Pop You got a gun up in your waist, please don't shoot up the place. Cause I see some ladies tonight that should be having my baby. Baby. How you living, Biggie Smalls? Imagining Benz is giving ends to my friends and it feels stupendous. Tremendous cream, fuck a dollar and a dream. Still tote gas strapped with infrared beams. What? Chopping O's, uh-huh. smoking line optimals, money holes and clothes, all, all a nigga, nigga knows. A foolish pleasure, whatever. I had to find the buried treasure, so grams I had to measure. However, living better now, coochie sweater now. Drop top BMs, I'm the mad girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Honey, check it. Check it. Check it. 
tell your friends to get with my friends. We could be friends. <laughs> Shit, we could do this. Is that alright with you? Yeah. Keep banging. I love
See, it's burning me to hold on to this. I know this is something I gotta do. But that don't mean I want to. What I'm trying to say is that I love you. I just, I feel like this is coming to an end. And it's better for me to let it go now. Someone else, but you know 